Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. Here's the final seven names. The Evergreens, the Eagles, the Elk Hounds, the Eclipse, the Elk, the Evergolds, and the Elements. How about that? Some of those are just ruby red rotten. The Evergreens? Really? We make jokes about DBs that are Evergreens. It's the Elk. End of story. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Good morning, Canada. Very big day. Welcome to CFL Free Agent uh, Frenzy here on the old RP show. Don't mind me. I'm just sharing the feed here. You're having trouble sharing the feed. Every Someone's single day. Someone's messing with my headphones. Um, Who was in here using your headphones? I don't know. They were just all tangled up. Uh, free agency is underway. It is now 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, where we reside out here in the sweatpants capital. And I say hello to all CFL fans, plus hockey fans, and just whoever's tuned in. Thank you for making us part of your day. Uh, RP here, Darren Moose Dupont there, and Mo- Andre the Moose <clears throat> here in the bunker. Yep, Andre stays. Yes, Tom's gone. Andre stays. You might wonder why we've got NHL guests line up today, and we've got two. Oh, guys that I absolutely love. Matthew Barnaby in hour one and Brent Sopel in hour two. Two guys that have become good friends of mine, really good friends of mine. We've got things to talk about in hockey. Oh, yeah. Plus CFL free agency. So that's what's uh, happening for the two hours ahead. Now, please hit it, Jordan. If you don't mind, please and thank you for the quick six show topics. I'll get to your comments as much as I can, but I'll remind you the viewer takeovers really for the last two segments of the program. This is the warm-up here. I talked to the Four Seasons today, by the way. How was George? Georgie's great, and he said it. We're no longer your home for the NFL. Can we say you're home for the NHL and UFC? I said, done. And for you, agreeing with my dear mother that you you couldn't live in the sunny south because you need four seasons, how's that working out for you today? How's that working out? (laughs) That's why I set it to 80 degrees in here, and uh, away we go. You still uh, thinking you want the four seasons? uh, I want the change of the seasons, and then I want to leave, right? You want it the way you want it. I want it the way I want it. Yeah, okay, so here we go. These people are writing in with their own topics. You people, hang on. These are mine. Number one, CFL free agency day today. And listen, everybody told me they're going to be watching today. I'm just going to give you my perspective of what's gone on in the last week. Really, the biggest headlines were last week, right? When Ottawa and Toronto switched quarterbacks in a bizarre game of musical chairs. The Riders cut Charleston Hughes. He signs with the Argos less than 24 hours later. That's not to say that there weren't any big names left. And as of minutes ago, teams can start now signing or announcing signings. But I've been talking to a lot of people, Darren, in the league. And here was the thing. I'm like, when can I announce what I know? What, when can I announce this? And they're like, well, just wait, wait till after the deadline. We don't want to get teams in trouble. We don't want to make the league look bad. We don't want this. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm down. 
And then at what, 11.15 Eastern, Dave Naylor's tweeting that he's expecting the Riders to announce Micah Johnson. I'm like, well, that's not cool. That's not what we'd all agreed to. Now, Naylor wasn't in our little circle text here, but I said, I texted one of my guys. I said, F it. I'm going with it. Evan Johnson and Micah Johnson are coming to the Riders. And then, and then the dam broke. And then it was, well, might as well send them all. I, another guy tweeted that Larry Dean's coming. Or actually, he said middle linebacker with the initials LD, like moments later. So, well, that's Larry Dean. Heard that. Okay, tweeted that. And the Herdman twins, that's all what's going on in Saskatchewan. So, basically, all hell's broken loose in the CFL in a good way. This is the way it's supposed to go down. Yeah. Uh, the bell rings, the market's open, and away we go. The only thing is that teams had agreed to terms with some players ahead of today's deadline. It happens every year. There's nothing untoward about it. I'm not – it's not shady either. It's just the way they've always done business. I'm not sure what – I don't even know what the rule states what you're allowed to do or not to do. You know who screwed it up for everybody was in Ed Hervey and the Eskimos years ago – not that many years ago, but they announced right after the deadline that they'd signed Odell Willis, and they got fined $10,000. Yeah. We don't want one of those situations, but the people are going to be writing in with their comments. We're going to try and stay on top of it. There's the hashtag CFLFA, and away we go. So uh, it's an exciting day. What's your take on CFL free agency? It is exciting. You know what? And it's just it feels good to have that sense of normalcy back. Yeah, that's what feels good. You know, we've seen all the movement in the last couple of weeks. The schedule got released um, and now we're getting free agency and this feels normal. So at least for a day, forget about Randy Ambrosi, forget about the pandemic, forget about if the season's going to start on time. This is normal. Enjoy free agency because all the actions, everything happening today is the same as it would any other year, which leads you to be very optimistic and hopeful that we'll have a 2021 season. It certainly looks that way. Yeah. So we've set sail, and as free agent news comes in today, we'll deliver it to you, but it's not the only thing going on. Uh, point two, Justin Dunk's going to write about this later on uh, in the week. I was talking to Dunk, and that is he thinks the CFL free agency should be moved because it's basically always been the Tuesday after Super Bowl. He thinks that it gets lost a little bit in the awash of Super Bowl. Um I don't agree. We're on top of what's going on. He clearly is on top of what's going on. CFL fans are on top of what's going on. I don't think they need to move it past the first Tuesday or move it from the first Tuesday after Super Bowl. I think the CFL goes through enough change and it's hard enough to keep track of what they're doing. I don't think it should be changed at all. How about you? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You know, if you're going to move it a week, maybe just a little more time, let the CFL or the NFL buzz die down. But yesterday, I mean, the conversation now goes like this. We were talking about this yesterday, you know, the morning after our show, you know, talking about the Super Bowl. But now with the conversation happening instantly on social media, you've digested, you've done all the deep dives, you've had all the conversation on the Super Bowl by midnight on Sunday, by the end of the game. So you're ready to turn the page on Monday, Tuesday. It's like the Super Bowl was an eternity ago. This is a great day. From the viewers, uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says, no one big. Huff has already stated this. Jeff in Winnipeg pointing out Marty Schottenheimer's passed away. That sucks. It, huge NFL name there. Um, 
Carlos I saw in Indianapolis saying, so can we expect breaking news today? Yes, that's what we're going to do today. Stay on the air here for two hours and bring you breaking CFL free agency news. Uh, Tame Welker saying, I'm so excited. He says, I have a question. Can you keep your eyes on? Ask the question, Tame. We'll answer it as well as we can. Just remember, this is not the viewer takeover segment here right now. It is uh, the warm-up. I'm trying to get you warmed up. Moving on to point three. Monday NHL leftovers. Here are mine. Number one, Mike Smith, 27 saves and the W. Thank you. See you later. Oilers win in Ottawa. Wouldn't it be great if they could play Ottawa 57 times? Number two, people are laughing at Patrick Laine's benching. I'm saying, hang on. Pierre-Luc Dubois has not played a game yet. Maybe Maurice is going to staple his ass to the bench (laughs) a week into his time. So hang on. Don't be laughing yet. Point three, Bravo Leafs, number one in the NHL. Point four of the leftovers brought to you by Tupperware. What's with the blackouts when I have NHL center ice? I don't understand. You were watching the Leafs last night. Were you streaming it somewhere illegally? No, I had Why couldn't it. I get it? I don't know. I had it on Sportsnet Pacific. Don't tell, uh, don't tell the cable provider, but for whatever reason, it came through on Sportsnet Pacific. Don't, don't, I don't regular know. Regular cable. In HD, regular cable. I just I clicked on it. I was expecting. I'm like, oh, wait, this is going to be blacked out. Oh. It's not. Okay. Don't, it's like when you're you know, 18, 19, just move away to college, and you get like on Friends. Right? They got the porn channel. This is a mistake. Nobody touched the remote. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's the same kind well, of that's, deal. Well, that's just dumb because we could spend two hours sorting out the blackout situation, but I'm surfing through center ice last night. Where's the Leafs? Where's the Leafs? Where's the Leafs? Which I've never personally said in my life. <laughs> I've got the Oilers on 540 Sportsnet West. That's good. But I wanted to check in on the Leafs game, and I couldn't find it. I'm like, I'm paying for this. And it hasn't quite been explained to me why I buy a package for every NHL game and then I don't get every NHL game. It makes no sense to me. I can now see why people are ticked off. Yeah. If, if, the, if I couldn't see my team, I'd be upset. But somebody uh, wrote me this morning and said, what specifically were you talking about, Rod? And I said, well, the Coyotes Blues on the weekend. It was the only game Saturday afternoon. And I'm like, why, why am I blocked out of that? It makes no sense to me. Yeah. But, Anyways, and point five, who gets fired first, Travis Green or Jim Benning? And that's what I'm very excited to talk to Brent Sopel about when he joins us in hour two, the uh, Vancouver Canucks alum. You saw his tweet yesterday where he said the players are quitting on the GM in Vancouver. They haven't quit on the coach. They've quit on the GM. You don't see that. That's very rare. But Sopel would know. Oh, yeah. So I want to know what he knows. Very rare. I'm really curious to hear what he has to say about that. Definitely. Uh, Kelly Bale says, call me about a jailbroken fire stick. No, my fire stick's on the fritz. I had to text the guy that I got it from. I'm like, this is, it's down right now. What's the problem? He says, it'll be back up in 15 minutes. So it's just like those illegal satellite dishes 20 years ago. They were great when they worked, right? Yeah. Anyways, Tame asked if, Cameron Judge will be back with the Rough Riders, and the answer to that is no. And what I've been told is he's going to either the BC Lions or the Toronto Argonauts. They might have announced it by now. Clark, you let me know, please, on the monitor in front of me as what teams announce, if you don't mind. But again, the Riders today, Johnson & Johnson, Micah Johnson, 
Evan Johnson, Larry Dean, the Herdman twins. What was that show back in the day? Was it the the Edison twins? Are you old enough to remember that on CBC? No. Life with the Edison twins. Well, the Herdman twins are coming to Saskatchewan. Um, and whatever news you let me know. What other news? Point four. Raptors won last night at Memphis in the Grindhouse. Was it 128-113? Yeah. Nick Nurse got kicked out of the game, and the Raptors got better after that. Something, they love that guy. Oh, yeah. He is an ultimate motivator for them. And maybe you need something like this, right? The garbage can in the locker room destroying moment, right, Um, to turn your season around. Maybe this is it. He gets fired up, kicked out, and the team rallies. I like it. Raptors winning. They're on a roll. We the North. Point five. Did you see Gronk at Disney World? <laughs> it was depressing. There was nobody there. I know. Why even do it? Why even do What are you advertising Disney World for? Is it even open? He was playing lightsabers with that little kid. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. And the kid looked like uh, he had won a contest or maybe it was a make-a-wish thing or something like that. So the kid got in. But it's like you can't go on any rides. It was depressing. It'd be awfully, bo- you know, boring and dull. It'd be like this. What am I doing? No, having said that, I would go to Disney World even if it was empty. As a matter of fact, I'd rather go to Disney World if it was empty. Now that I think Have about it. Have the place to yourself. <laughs> as long as everything's open and you can go on all the rides and play all the games and eat all the food. I guess it wasn't that depressing. It just didn't look like they were having that much fun. Yeah. That's all. But the food is great at Disney World. They've got a wonderful Starbucks there. The rides are great. I'll tell you a story. One time about Disneyland in Anaheim, we had three kids there. And I, do you ever have you known me to be a complainer much? Not really. I don't complain. No. But our kids, it's hot, right? It's summer, and we've waited all day to get to the front of the line at the Indiana Jones ride, or the this ride, or the that ride. And then the ride breaks down. And finally, I said, "Can I get a manager, man? This is." And the guy's like, "What's the problem?" I said, I'm paying a lot of money here, 125 U.S. per kid to be here. We're waiting all day in line, and all the rides are broken. And the guy's like, oh, I'm so sorry, man, which I could tell he was. The fast pass didn't even matter. Right. And he goes, here's like $300 in gift certificates to the restaurant tonight, to the Storyteller's Cafe. So we had a big old time. And I said to Cindy, maybe I should complain more. (laughs) This works great. What do they say about the squeaky wheel? Right. Gets the grease. But you don't want to be the squeaky wheel. Nobody likes the squeaky wheel, but it does get the grease. <laughs> get, that's the thing. Just can't do it regularly. Uh, this is the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the NHL and UFC. Uh, and point six, I had blackouts, so I'm obviously it's on my mind. It was in my NHL leftovers, and now this. <sighs> it's life, right? Mm-hmm. It's... Don't be happy with what you have. Bitch about what you don't have. So, yeah, I could have watched the Carolina-Columbus game last night and watched Line A get benched, but damn it, I wanted to watch the Leafs for a minute. I'm paying for it. So I haven't quite sorted out yet why the blackouts are in effect. And while we wait for CFL news here, and we'll bring in Matthew Barnaby after the break, can you explain to me why I'm not getting... You, you have a better handle on this than I The blackouts I, I definitely have a better handle on, for sure. I mean, If I'm paying for center ice, why do I not get If you're paying for center ice, game? that throws me off a little bit. For me, it would seem when you pay for center ice, the only games you shouldn't get are the games in your local market. 
right? Because television still pays. So when you pay for center ice, all the ads are, there's no ads, right? It goes to this commercial screen, yep. right? So when a game's in your market, so the Oiler game should be, should be blacked out on center ice for you. The Oiler game should. The Jets games should. They should be blacked out on center ice because they're in your market yep. and they want you to watch on television in your local market. That's what the ads are there for. They're targeted to you. So maybe I was actually supposed to get the Leafs and, and, and Canucks game, and that's why it was blacked out on center ice because it was actually being aired in our market. Well, it's just like, do you got to sit around every night and text your buddies? Are you getting this <laughs> game? Are you getting that game? Like, I know. You kind of would like to have it at your fingertips, particularly when you One pay device. For it. One device, one area we want to go. You would think. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get to some of the comments from the uh, viewers here. Uh, Nelson Hackwood says, and the Reed twins, that's Herdman Reed from SFU. We have replaced our CanCon at that position and then some. That was when I said the Herdman Reed twins are coming to Ryderville. Here's one. You know that tame Welker I was referring to? Yeah. He says, I need to get on this show. I can't believe the amount of people that are trying to get on this show. That's new to me. I never had that on my past shows. I don't know why that is. I don't know under what circumstance or how it would happen that we just open the doors to whoever wants to come on. Guess what? I'd like to be on Dr. Phil. <laughs> not happening. Yeah, not happening. So we can't just open the door to whoever wants to come on. Is uh, Barney online yet? Okay. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk some hockey next. It is CFL Free Agency Day. A lot of things happening, but we're going to talk some NHL because we got a lot to get to with Barney Next, you're watching the RP Show across 10 provinces and 31 states on the Game Plus TV network. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. We are finally before a live studio audience. There's stuffed toys, mind you, but it's a live studio audience. Hey, socially distanced here. Hey, so here's the news. It is CFL free agency day. The Riders have signed Johnson and Johnson, offensive lineman Evan Johnson, defensive lineman Micah Johnson, middle linebacker Larry Dean, and the Herdman Reed twins. We're hearing the Montreal Alouettes have signed Nick Arch, uh, Nick Usher, Almondo Sewell, and Siante Evans going back to the Montreal Alouettes. We're awaiting an announcement on Cam Judge. I'm told do not expect him to be back in Ryderville, that he'll be signing with either the BC Lions or the Toronto Argonauts. But we're going to talk hockey now because we're in the thick of perhaps the most exciting NHL regular season ever. And our good friend Matthew Barnaby joins us from the nation's capital. Let's bring in Barney from Bet99. How you doing, Barney? I'm good. How are you, buddy? Fantastic. Listen, when you wrote me this morning and said, whatever would we talk about? I know you were tongue-in-cheek there. Like, when you were thinking that, what's the number one thing on your mind right now in the National Hockey League? Well, there's so many great storylines. I mean, uh, I absolutely love the All-Canadian Division, the North Division, so it's been awesome that way. But you have to look at Columbus. You have to look um, at the big trade. Dubois wanted out of Columbus. Lion A wanted out of Winnipeg. They both got their wish. Uh, and Lion A is one of those players that you're 
going to love what he brings you. He can score goals. He had three in his first three games there. But there's times that you're going to struggle with his commitment defensively and sometimes his work ethic. Having said that, there's only so many guys that can score 40 goals in the National Hockey League. And I guarantee with the benching that just happened yesterday, hopefully they're able to resolve that. Uh, I know John Tortorella very, very well. I played with him uh, as a 19-year-old. Uh, he was an assistant coach with the Buffalo Sabres when I was there. And then I played with him uh, later on in my career uh, in Tampa Bay when I was 29, 30 years old. He wears on you. He's tough. He demands 100%, which every every coach should. Uh, but I truly believe in the year that we are, in, in 2021, you can't coach each player the exact same way. There's different dynamics. They're, they're coming from, uh, I think we have to realize that they come from different backgrounds, obviously. Uh, language barriers, all that plays into it. If they don't figure it out with Patrick Lyonet, I guarantee Patrick Lyonet wins this battle. Uh, Tortorella will not win it after trading Pierre-Luc Dubois for him. So, Torts, you better figure this out or, or you're going to be on the way out. <laughs> Barney, I can't remember if it was you. I thought it was you. Did you not say you had him with the Rangers? Somebody told me they had him with the Rangers. He, he was an assistant coach there. but Torts, that is. And they, they loved him because he was so straight up. He didn't play head games. So I guess, yeah, you kind of said it. Not every guy responds to the same style, right? And you know what? I've always said, you know, you want every guy to have the same rules. Having said that, I, I've coached at the youth level. I've coached in the OHL. You, you just can't. You have to give leeway to certain guys. Uh, work ethic is, is one thing that should be demanded. And I'm not one of those. Everyone gets a trophy. Uh, everyone, oh, we're all great. Hey, everything's good. It's always the, the teacher's fault. No, I'm not saying that. And I get the work ethic when we see it with Patrick Liney. I'm just saying four games in to start benching them. That's where you start to lose guys. And, and, and Torch isn't a bad guy. I, I don't dislike Torch. I like him away from the ring. He just can wear on guys, certain guys, uh, when he treats everyone the exact same and doesn't give leeway to certain guys. So it's it's a tough thing for some players to play with. I didn't love playing for John Tortorello. Now, having said that, I'm a little biased. He didn't like me as a player, so why are you going to like him as a coach? But I do like John Tortorella away from the ring. But here's the thing, Barty, because, uh, you know, I spent 17 years in the Western Hockey League, and I remember having discussions at the front of the bus. We had skilled guys, and the coaches were just pulling their hair out. He won't play defense. He won't play back check. And I'm like, yeah, but your 16 other grinders can't raise the puck off the ice. Like, you you got to have some guys with skill. And it's just not every coach <laughs> agrees with that, man. you got to play 200 feet every guy, I guess. Listen, Dave Tippett is my favorite coach. Take away Ted Nolan, but the best X's and O guy I ever played for in the National Hockey League is Dave Tippett. And he has a great job, and I think he's learned as well. He's an old-school guy. It has to be defense first. But do you see Dreisaitl? Do you see McDavid getting benched if they maybe aren't 100% on the back check or committed diesel? No, because they bring something that the other guys just can't bring to the table. You don't coach Dreisaitl and McDavid the same way that you're going to coach Cassidy. That, that's, just, that's just the reality of it is. And as a player now having you know evolved, I totally understand it. <laughs> Why Tippett's asking him to do it, you mean? Like, was it Don Cherry who said first, asking them to play defense would be like having Secretariat pull the Budweiser wagon. 
Like, are you saying they should have to play defense or not? No, I mean, you have to play defense. You can't just be, you know, oblivious to your D zone or back checking. Yes, but are there times when guys play, and we saw them play over five minutes the other night, are there times that your top stars aren't going to be the best defensively? Yeah, that, that, that that's the reality. If they were the best defensively and the best offensively, well, I haven't seen quite that many players. Maybe Patrice Bergeron is one of those guys, but he's not the best offensively. The best offensive guys I've ever played with, Aval Burray, Mark Messier, Pat Lafontaine, you know, they work defensively, but they were thinking offense every single time. And that's just the way stars are and different personalities. Again, learning how to get the best out of each personality is equally as important as being a great tactician, what John Tortorella is. There you go. So it's like, just try playing defense. Just try. Just commit to it is kind of what you're saying. Uh, James James in Morden, Manitoba says, poor Patty. He's talking about line A. He didn't know what he was getting into. Torts will be gone in a year. I don't know about that, but that's that's enough on that. Let's move on. I assume you watched the Sens game last night. I'm watching the orders, and five minutes in, fight after fight, it was like the 90s. I knew it wasn't going to continue, but dang, it was fun. What what caused that? Yeah, it was a couple good ones. A couple good ones going at it, and some big boys, obviously, Cajun and, and Branson going at it, and um, obviously Austin Watson uh, sticking up, uh, trying to make a name for himself uh, in Ottawa. So, yeah, it was, it was a good start to the game. Uh, Ottawa had a little bit of life. Uh, it's the first time all year I'm in the betting world. You don't see too many under-overs set at seven uh, before the game. So I hope anyone that was betting out there took the under, uh, took my advice, because to go over seven is pretty damn tough. you got to score eight goals. Uh, that's a lot. But I thought it was a good game by the Ottawa Senators. Uh, obviously, the Edmonton Oilers find a way. Dryden Seidel has a, a big game, and now they're back at it again tonight. But uh, very entertaining game. It was. I sprinkle in comments, Barney, as we go. Shane McGowan's in Winnipeg. He's a mental coach there. He says, Patrick is a guy who needs to not take it personal as he takes criticism hard and until he realizes Torts wants to bring out the best in him but not sure he can, that's a double-edged sword, man. And you, Barney, the people that watch this show are sports people. They get it. A guy that takes it personal is a guy that cares, right? That You kind of want that, don't you? It, it, I, I've played with guys that just didn't bother them. And those aren't those aren't guys you want. If you get benched and it doesn't bother you, you're, you're in the wrong profession. Everyone everyone gets hurt feelings. Now, I, I think there's a part of it where you have to self reflect and and Lionel has to self reflect. Say, okay, this is why I got benched. And I hope Torts because I've seen in the past he's not great at communicating um, in, in a positive way. He, he's a very smart guy. He's very upfront. He doesn't play any games. Hey, he told me. Matthew, I don't think you're fast enough to play in the National Hockey League anymore. Great. You're honest with me. We all want honesty. I said, Torch, trade me. Trade me to the New York Rangers. I had three of my best years. And when I scored against Tampa Bay every single time, don't think I gave it a wave or a, or a look or or a, a verbal a verbal sign and some words towards John Tartarilla because we're proud people. The thing is, Patrick Lyonet is either going to thrive under John Tortorella, or John Tortorella is not going to be there. They didn't trade Dubois to bring in a star in Lion A. He's going to get his way when it comes to the end. 
Wow. Greg Clevegard watch, uh, watching. He says, honest, straightforward info from Barnaby. Good stuff. Uh, Ivan Diablo's written in. He says, too bad. Or he said, no more Brady talk. It's Tuesday, man. We're moving on. We don't sit. We don't. No grass grows under our feet, Barney. As you know, I do, <laughs> I do want to wind this up with some NFL talk and betting. I do, but I'm not done. You don't get Matthew Barnaby every day, folks. So what we're going to talk about with Barney, you know, all those points that I made. Oh, Vancouver. Did you see Sopel tweeted that those players have quit on the GM, not the coach? You don't see that happen very often. So what's happening in Vancouver? Yeah, it, it, it's a tough one. I've really enjoyed the last couple games. I, I, I know Justin Bailey, who just got inserted in the lineup a couple games ago, played very, very well last night. Actually got robbed uh, on that two-on-one, so hopefully he stays up. Been watching Vancouver closely. They don't defend well. Uh, I, I think it is on Benning. I, I, I really like Travis Green, the person, uh, the coach. Uh, but the biggest mistake they made was letting uh, Markstrom go. Uh, you just can't let your MVP of two years. Maybe term was a little bit too long, but you you have to have seen what he did for your franchise the last couple of years. And with a young group, you need that big save. I, I, I think Thatcher Demko can be a good goalie in the league. I don't think we can take what he did in the playoffs and say, okay, now we found our starter. Obviously, you bring in Holtby that has struggled the last couple of years. But I think the big mistake with that team was letting Markstrom go. And then you see uh, Benning also doesn't uh, come up with the money to sign Tyler Toffoli. So everything that he didn't touch or bring back uh, has been incredible going the other way. So uh, a tough ride for Vancouver. They just look out of sorts. They played really well, I thought, last night. Found a way to lose again. Uh, but this is a very, very fragile team right now. So, questions coming in. They love you, Barney. From James in Manitoba, <laughs> he says, did, did Matthew play with Ducky? Did you cross time in Buffalo with How- Dale Howardchuck? You did? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I was there my my first year. Then we ended up trading him uh, to Philadelphia. But what a, what a great man. You, you don't meet uh, a combination of uh, great player, uh, great person, and a guy more eager after all he's accomplished uh, in his career, even at that time, uh, to help young guys. So he's one of the few guys that my nickname coming out of junior was was killer. Not because I killed guys, more because of the slap shot that I got killed. But I had the nickname killer, and he was one of the very few uh, that, that that called me killer. Him and uh, Randy Moeller, who's a play-by-play guy and uh, does color analyst by, uh, for the Florida Panthers, but uh, Ducky was just a, a super, super human being, and um, we're a worse place uh, with him not being in here. And having had a chance to coach against him in in the OHL, uh, we'd reminisce a lot. He loved to play poker. He loved to to play golf, and uh, just a terrific family man that's sorely missed. Oh man, are we are we getting somewhere, Bar- Barney? I, we'd only have a few minutes left, but Jamie in Halifax watching says, "Isn't Stutzla surprising everyone and will be in the Calder Cup nominations?" Do you think the Rangers are rethinking Alexi Lafreniere? Or way too early for that. I think it's way, way too early. I think I think Lafreniere is going to be a heck of a player. I think Byfield's going to be uh, the heir apparent to to an Anze Kopitar. Remember, he's a year younger, but. Uh, I don't know if Stutz is surprising anyone. I, I think anyone that's watched him um, in in the World Juniors, uh, he's an electrifying talent. He reminds me a lot uh, of the likes of a Sergei Fedorov, and I'm not saying Hall of Fame right now, 
Don't don't put those in my bed. <laughs> Just reminiscent of the way that he skates and Patrick Kane, very deceptive. I think out of the three, he is going to put up the most points when it's all said and done out of the three of those guys uh, when they're clear. He's been a bright spot. All the young guys uh, for Ottawa have been a bright spot. Josh Norris has played great. Uh, Kachuk has played great. Brandstrom coming up now, who is now hurt, uh, has played very well. But uh, Tim Stutzla is going to be a star in this league. Barney, just lastly, I'd like to get in a Super Bowl, but we're almost out of time, and I want to promote what you're into now. I'm trying to find your tweet this morning. F- to me, find Matthew Barnaby on Twitter. Follow him because you're doing some unreal things with Bet99, and actually you're doing well. What's your secret with betting tips and so it's, forth? It's, yeah, I mean, it, it, bet, betting's fun. I always say betting just enhances the game, and I'm fortunate enough to work uh, with a great company in Bet99 uh, out of Canada. So anyone that's looking for a place to you know enhance their experience and put bets in, um, it, it's just great, great spot with great odds. Uh, to me, it's, it's, it's obviously a study in the games. It's studying the trends. Well, we could take, you know, Edmonton, uh, Ottawa tonight, under six and a half. I, I, I like the under. I also like Edmonton uh, on the money line. Um, you know, it, it's it's just watching the games, uh, trying to not only decide who's going to win because, you know, you pick the favorites all day long. You won't make money that way. But it's almost like blackjack, I say. Progressive betting. When you're going bad, don't double up your bets. Because to say you can't lose 10, 11, 12 in a row, you can. But you can also parlay your your good times, your good rolls, just like when you're betting 21, playing blackjack, go up a little bit and capitalize on those on those rolls that you may have. Most people go the opposite. They lose two or three games in a row and, oh my God, I'm, I'm betting the house on it. No, when you're going good, that's when you up your bets and that's the way you make money. So there it is. You've gained 20,000 more followers on Twitter since that last I looked, so things are going well. Follow him on Twitter, <laughs> at Matt Barnaby, 3636. He's got his betting advice there, and I'm glad it's going well, my man. You rock. Uh, let's do it again soon. Appreciate it. Cheers. Keep up the great work. I watch you on TV uh, every single day. Keep up the oh, wow. awesome work and uh, keeping Sasky proud out there. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Matthew Barnaby, and a big reason for that is because of guys like him. Love that guy. And uh, Brent Sopel, another tremendous guy coming up next hour. We do have to break. It is uh, CFL Free Agency Day, and we got a lot of news coming down the pipe, so hang on. Plus a sports update coming up. It's the RP Show Game Plus TV Network, Facebook and YouTube Live, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Things are evolving as we roll here on the air today, and it has to do with sports talk radio in Canada. So I'm going to get to the sports update in a moment. Reading viewership comments here, too. Tom Geiger says, last few shows, now a Barnaby fan. So informative and entertaining. Can't wait to see the two of you on the sports banquet circuit. Oh, man. You should have seen us in Carlisle, Sask. Me and Barney were fine. The third guy, we had to haul out of there by a headlock. Dragged him out of there like a steer. Oh, man. He was, he was the third speaker. But I'm happy to say that Barney and I were fine. But anyway, seriously, 
sports talk radio in Canada has been an an earthquake has gone off a bomb. And uh, I guess Dustin Nielsen, TSN Edmonton, 1260 radio has tweeted or something. Clark was saying that we survived. Oh, it was a text. Okay. He didn't put it on Twitter. Okay. They survived. It's like TSN 1260 marked safe from latest round of bell cuts. Darren. It's TSN 1040 Vancouver. From what we understand, this is evolving as we're on the air here today. By the minute. Wiped off the map. TSN 1040 Vancouver, TSN 1150 Hamilton for sure. 1150 in Hamilton is now BNN Bloomberg. Like it's compl- And it's mirrored another channel. So it's already flipped. I've talked to people in Winnipeg. And it's like, oh my God, I'm listening to The Weekend on TSN 1290 in Winnipeg. Like it is flipped already. No release, no next week, no... No swan song, no retirement trail, gone, done, finished. Like didn't and didn't tell anybody it was coming. No, that is cruel, man. If you thought O'Toole went off on Bell, hang on, there might be some people really letting him. I mean, I guess they're sitting there going, "How do you do it?" I don't know how you do it. I just told these guys in the break, you guys better, we better all get down and kiss the floor here because of what we're doing streaming here. And, uh, yeah, we'll get back to CFL free agency. But as far as just consider it from our industry, a whole whack of our friends lost their jobs today. Yeah, it doesn't make you feel very good. And and didn't see it coming. Yeah, didn't see it coming. That's trauma. Doesn't make you feel very good, you know, and it's a dark day. Well, and, And, guys, would you mind putting up the comment from Nelson Oh, it's there. It's right in front of me from our VP of Sim Events, Nelson Hackowitz. The loss of TSN Radio in Hamilton is a massive blow to CFL coverage in the East. Marsh and Mello loved talking Canadian football from U Sport to CFL. That's the other thing. I mean, you can sit and look at how does it affect me. If you're the CFL, it affects them mightily. You're talking about an all-sports radio station in Winnipeg and Hamilton, both going belly up? This is not good for the CFL at all. No. So anyways, let me jump into a sports update, and then uh, we'll kick around more of the CFL free agency news and and get out of here for hour one. But Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl helped keep the Edmonton offense ticking over, each extending their point streak to 10 straight games, but the Oilers profited from a team effort in a hard-fought 3-1 victory over the Ottawa Senators at Canadian Tire Centre last night. Uh, Mike Smith in his uh, debut of the season, 27 saves for the Oil. Austin Matthews and Alexander Kerfoot scored in an 11-second span in the third period, and the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Vancouver Canucks 3-1 at Scotiabank Arena. Matthews' goal proved to be the winner and extended his career-best goal streak to eight games now. Fred Van Vliet and Spicy P each scored 32 points and the Raptors put together a second half rally to beat the Memphis Grizzlies 128-113. Norman Powell added 29 for the Raptors who began their rally after the ejection of coach Nick Nurse in the third quarter. Toronto outscored Memphis 65-43 in the second half at the Grindhouse. Chris Middleton had 29 points and a career-high 12 assists. Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 30 points. And the Milwaukee Bucks won their fifth straight game by beating the Denver Nuggets 125-112. And the St. Louis Cardinals are bringing back catcher Yadier Molina for an 18th season. 
agreeing to a $9 million U.S. one-year deal with the nine-time Gold Glove winner. The nine-time All-Star and two-time World Series champion has appeared in 2,025 games for St. Louis since breaking into the majors in 2004. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room that can handle all your food and fun needs, visit their website at ballersrecroom.com. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Viewer takeover when we come back. I'm not seeing an avalanche of CFL news yet. The Alouettes are signing some guys. I guess, thanks, Clark, the Patrick Levels linebacker is signed with the Alouettes. The Argonauts have signed running back John White. But it's a slow start to CFL free agency today. We're 46 minutes in. We'll cover it all. And we'll talk a little bit about more job loss, massive cuts, Bell Media today across the TSN radio circuit. It's not good. And when we're talking about stations that have survived and those that didn't, I'm, from what I'm piecing together here, if you're making money, you survived of as course. a station. Yeah, of course. If you are sucking money, if you're the Titanic, you flipped to music or Bloomberg Radio today. That's the bottom line. So viewer takeover is next. You're watching the RP Show. Coast to coast across all 10 provinces and 31 states on the Game Plus TV network. Live daily on Facebook and YouTube. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Viewer Takeover segment. we got lots of time for it and a lot of topics on the table. Again, it would appear to me to be a somewhat slow start to free agency. Clark, if you can put whatever you know up on the monitor here, here's what I'm hearing. Now, we mentioned this morning, and I... I reported Micah Johnson and Evan Johnson to the Rough Riders because Naylor was putting it out first. I thought we were supposed to wait. So I put it out there, and then I mentioned Larry Dean and the Herdman-Reed twins coming to Saskatchewan. Uh, Clark has mentioned that the Edmonton football team has signed linebacker Kevin Brown. The Herdman-Reed twins has mentioned to the Riders. So we got a whole other hour on the air here today. And uh, Darren says we may end up extending that. Who knows in the weeks and months ahead. But we got a lot to get to Saskatchewan Rough Riders very active today on day one of free agency but people are talking about it, it's coming into focus here Bell Media has gashed all sports radio stations without warning or notice to the staff in Hamilton Winnipeg and Vancouver and anonymous texter from the 741 writes in that's the swift current area hey Rod it wouldn't be a good feeling we know that you experience it it's not a good day for the broadcasting brotherhood. I can't say it any better than that. I can't say it any better than that. Yeah. Shoot, I've been sitting here popping off. What do you have to say about three all-sports radio stations in this country getting wiped off the map? I mean, on the spot, it's, it's, it's tough because, you know, I, I have a 360-degree view of it. I always try and keep that. So I look at it from the business side. If, if you're not making money, it's foolish to keep operating, and especially if you're not investing to grow, right, or to reinvent yourself. But, I mean, I just tweeted it out. I mean, zero notice when you drop that bomb. It's harsh. It's cold. 
You know, and it is a blow. It's a blow to all the sports teams and, and a bit of a wake-up call to all the amateur sports teams, all the pro sports teams. Look at guys, and you've been banging on this drum long for a long time. We better work together. We better work together. This isn't thir- 300 million people in the USA where it's highly, still highly competitive. It's 30 million, and in some provinces, a million, right, or less, and in, and in other markets. We better work together. So, you know... <clears throat> With the, with the amount of choices digitally and everything else, you better make sure your content is everywhere. So you better, better work, be good. You better work with all your partners. We're in this world where just because you have the rights, if you don't have the, the, the broadcast rights to your team, you feel like you shouldn't talk about that team. Well, we need everybody. Jeff in Winnipeg, Jeff Kibilla says, it's true, losing the Jets games may have been the backbreaker. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, a layoff is the biggest gut punch there is. Um, I disagree. As a guy that's taken many gut punches, it's not the worst. You're still alive. Nelson makes a, a good point. The Lions and Ticats need to find new broadcast partners. What the hell are they going to do? I'm not going to sit here all day and talk about what their plans will be. We were saying it in the break. Maybe they go back to their old radio stations. Maybe they go to Twitch. Maybe they go digital. A lot right. of teams have. This, is as, this isn't just about media today, folks. It's for sports altogether. This is, this is a very dark day for sports. And I saw somebody write in and say, did COVID cause this? No, it just exposed it. I mean, I listen, I got contacts in this sports media game that go very deep and way back for years. These stations, like I said, have been hemorrhaging money for a long time. Yeah, COVID just exposed it, but they, it wasn't good. Right? You know That's that right. as well as I know that. Yeah. Where is the comment from Conrad? I'll have to, I'll have to paraphrase it. Conrad Salipka says, TSN 1290 had no sports to broadcast. Didn't have bombers, jets, gold eyes, or even the WHL ice. Can't just give reaction to games. Actually, you can if you do it right because... In my travels, I always turn on the sports talk radio in whatever major American market I'm in, and there's a station in Tampa. I've told you about it. Yeah. And it says the official, unofficial voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They don't have any rights. And all they do is sit all day, every day, and just let it rock with their thoughts on the Bucs, the Lightning, and the Rays. Right? Because when you are the rights holder, you're bound by the executives of the team you better say what we want you to say. You better not make us look bad. What do you think we're doing every day? Well, so we're doing that. We don't have rights, and we're doing just fine. We're growing hand over fist. So, anyways, tons and tons of uh, comments coming, and we'll carry this over into hour two. And, and, and speaking of, what did people just say? They loved Matthew Barnaby's take on the NHL. I can't wait to get Brent Sopel's take on the Vancouver Canucks. You're not going to hear that on TSN 1040 Vancouver, or you wouldn't have. I know guys that have been fired at that station for saying the way it is. So, anyway, Sopel next hour, the quick six, and all the latest news in CFL free agency. Stick around after the break. Game Plus and your favorite digital platform. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.